0: Soul, so good to be with you again. And today, Danielle and I have a really wonderful time talking about people pleasing and what that's all about, and how maybe if you find yourself being one, how you can quit and how much better it feels being on the other side. So, we hope that you enjoy this session on learning how to quit the burden of people pleasing. Danielle, are you a people pleaser? Oh, gosh. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, I probably
1: I mean, I know for sure at one point in my life. Yes, definitely. I don't think think I'm as much of a people pleaser now as I used to be. But uh, yeah,
0: yeah, we had we had mentioned this um, when we were talking, I think, in the episode with Megan. And uh, when I was you know, going through and editing it, uh, we had brought up people pleasing, we should bring it up in another episode. And I started thinking about it and I was like, I think I'm a recovered people pleaser. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm recovered. I, I, you know, But, uh, and it made me start thinking, I thought, oh, let's do some research. We'll just, you know, just dig into this people-pleasing thing and we'll see if I'm a recovered or if I'm still (laughs) got my toes on the water, for God's
1: sake. I think my toes are still in. I think that to us, there are some things that I've stopped doing, but to a certain degree, there are some things that I am. Yeah. Okay, so
0: let's rank ourselves right now. And then we'll rank ourselves (laughs) after we go through the the data to see if we are in fact still in the mix. Okay. so zero is not a people pleaser. In fact, you hate people <laughs> and you don't want to ever see them. And 10 is you live for other people and you basically don't even remember what your first name is. So, so, so where would you put yourself right now?
1: Oh my gosh. Um, I don't know. Like a five or six, maybe. Okay.
0: okay. And I'm going to put myself at like a three or four. Okay. Right. And we'll come back to that at the end and see how we okay. feel. All right. Okay so people pleasing yeah okay so of course and when we talk about people pleasing we're not talking about if you're somebody who likes to do nice things for people you're a people pleaser that's not what this is about people pleasing as a concept is basically where you put others thoughts ideas emotions needs and everything before your own and it comes from from um an energy of needing to feel liked right mm-hmm. i need to be accepted i need to feel liked i need you to love me at all costs right. and um when you operate from that energy on the regular that is a terrible thing
1: yeah
0: you know so and it's a terrible thing for yourself mm-hmm. as a human being because you what you really do is you just dis- decide that your own thoughts and feelings and emotions and And the things that are important to you are not as important as everyone else's, right? Right. And I always go back and I've made this analogy before, like everybody came on this planet to write their own story and their own book. And if you're over there dabbling in somebody else's book to be a chapter (laughs) in everyone else's book, you're not writing your own book. Right. Your own own book is gonna say she was over there helping other people write their books, (laughs) right? And that's just not very interesting. No. So- I always want people to kind of come back and go like, what am I putting in my book? What, what, what is, in, what's going on in my book that I'm writing that I'm working on that's important to me If somebody at the, you know, if my grandkids, grandkids, grandkids read this, reads this book about me one day, will they learn about who I was and what was important to me? Right. So I always go back to that vision of that when talking. So, so I pulled a few articles. We'll kind of I'm gonna blend some of the ideas from both the articles. And of course we will uh, mention uh, the two articles in the notes, but they're basically uh, articles that I pulled from Psychology Today and from two licensed uh, psychologists who had some different things to write on people pleasing. So one of them who is Sharon Martin, she's talks about considering other people's feelings and treating them with kindness is something we all strive to do, but sacrificing and crossing the line from kind and generous to self abandonment, which is what we're just talking about, not being your authentic self because you're afraid others will disapprove, criticize or reject you is people pleasing. Mm -hmm. So she talks about 15 little indications that you're a people pleaser. And then we've got a few more from the other article, which we'll throw in as well. So we'll kind of unpack them as we go. How does that sound? That sounds great. Yep. Okay. Okay. So you want everybody in the planet To like you—that's so realistic.
1: Well, and so that definitely used to be me. Like, and I tell tell this my athletes all the time. Like when I was in high school, I wanted everyone to like me. Right. Well, what's not to love
0: about us? Why wouldn't everybody like us? I mean, come on now.
1: (laughs) I have I have since let that go. Yes, Yes. that's uh hundred percent. It's way it's
0: it's way too hard. (laughs) You're never going to please everybody. You're never going to please everybody ever. It's an impossible game to get into, and so um it's we definitely have to recognize that that is a preposterous idea to try to pursue Mm -hmm. it's impossible to have happen and you got to abandon it you just got to let it go because it's again we don't we should not hold on to things that can't actually happen
1: well and also that too but like I don't there are certain people that I don't want to like me because right. I don't like them. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's not so, a match. It's not well, a match. Yeah, exactly. So if I'm like going 110% to like get this person to like me who's an a hole,
0: right? You know, That's I mean? just a bad
1: strategy. Right. Yeah. Like strategy. I, why should I care? I, I don't. Shouldn't. Yeah, you, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. And,
0: so, and, then, and then if you do yeah. care because you have this obsessive need for everybody to like you, regardless, then 100% there is something you got to look inside for. Right. right. So step one, you are somebody who you want everybody to like you, yep. you, this one I laughed at because <laughs> I know people like this, <laughs> you over apologize for everything oh i'm so sorry i'm oh i'm sorry i'm sorry I'm so so, oh my god i'm so oh my god i'm so sorry i'm so sorry so i
1: feel like i do this but i feel like it's just that's the canadian in me <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're gonna blame another canadian
1: <laughs> canadians as a canadian uh-huh. we apologize for everything and there's lots of jokes about it out okay there. we're gonna give um, a canadian if you, pass if you've ever watched how i met your mother there's a there's tons of great Canadian jokes on there yes um but there's this one scene where she's in a Canadian bar and they're like how do we know we're in in a Canadian bar (laughs) this guy pushes someone else into someone else and the person who got shoved Turns around, and goes, "Oh, sorry! <laughs> like <laughs> you had nothing to do with it. Like you were just someone pushed someone into you. You know." But that, so yes, I, that's I blame Perfect. my Canadianness. On okay, that
0: one. <laughs> okay. So you have to just get a pass. us. how we're gonna, you know, pull <laughs> apart your Canadianness with your yeah. with your normal. You just over apologize. Um, I think that saying "I'm sorry" it just kind of comes out of people's mouths all the time, you know. Yeah. And I and I like to think that we could say, you know, choose some other words. Uh, you know, in place of, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Right. But again, if you are somebody that you recognize, you say that a lot, kind of look inside and say, well, why am I saying that? Like, I, I you know, I have empathy or I care or, oh my goodness, I'm so bummed that that happened to you. Or right. I'm so sorry that I, uh, if I did anything to, to like to contribute to, you know, your shitty ass mood right now, whatever. Right. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> um, yeah.
1: I think there's a big difference between just saying the words as like a form of saying, excuse me or pardon me or whatever, um, versus truly feeling like you need to apologize for that.
0: Yes. Right. I believe that if it's uh, applicable, if you can actually make it into a full sentence, like I'm sorry for blah, 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 period. (laughs) Right. Yeah. If you just say, I'm sorry. And you like, can't complete the sentence, then shut up. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Stop over apologizing. Apologize only when it is actually applicable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you have the next one up there?
1: Yes. You crave validation. This is a big one.
0: <clears throat> oh yeah.
1: Yeah. So, are you okay? Oh yeah. Oh, I'm thinking? No, I'm thinking. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh my god, your face just looked like I was
0: like thinking. I was like something okay.
1: happened. I was like, oh, and, uh, no,
0: uh, that was like my face thinking. Okay. Um. Sorry.
1: (laughs) Sorry. What are you sorry for? (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Oh, that's
0: hilarious. We're ridiculous. Okay. Okay. All right. Number three. You crave validation. Yes. Uh, that Mm -hmm. word crave, Mm -hmm. crave validation that, so that really means that we need others to approve of what we're doing. Right. Uh, Am I okay? You know, please tell me I'm okay. So I can continue on doing what I'm doing. I think this is where you really lose yourself too. Yes. Yeah. So much so, and you have to start looking at, okay, who am I craving validation from? Mm -hmm. This comes up a lot for me um, when I'm working with clients and I'm sure it is comes up with you in in sports coach, uh, coaching too, because athletes are always searching validation from coaches and parents. Oh, it's such a big bucket of really, really heavy. Yeah. And we have to start paying attention to who am, whose approval do I need to feel like I'm on the right path or whose approval do I need to make me feel like I'm doing the right thing or that I'm okay. Or, and that's just pulls you away from, well, what do you think? Right. You know, what about validation for yourself given to you by yourself like i love what i'm doing i love the path i'm on i love the process sometimes this you know can suck a little bit but like i know i'm good and i'm where i'm supposed to be
1: mm-hmm.
0: and if you don't agree sorry right
1: <laughs> well and, and we're in such an opinionated culture where everybody has an opinion about something right Mm-hmm. And I was just having this conversation with my students, in my, when I was teaching last week in my court course, as you know, I, I just started teaching intro to performance psychology. Yes. So I'm working with um, actors and dancers and musicians and writers. Right, yeah, which is an awesome change of gears for me from all the athletes that I've been working with. Um, and we were talking about this from the perspective of, yeah, who whose opinions are you letting in? right? Because you have your acting coaches and, you know, depending on the co- like not every coach is created equal, but generally speaking, they're the experts in the field, right? And if they are critiquing you on something, it's probably something that you want to pay attention to and mm-hmm. um, put the time and energy to, to improve upon. But then you have others that are critiquing you. One of my students brought up their parents mm. who are always trying to Quote unquote, give advice <laughs> and they know nothing about the industry. And I said, I deal with this with athletes all the time, too, whose parents never played hockey or soccer or whatever, yet they're they know everything and they're trying to coach their kid or whatever. So it's the same yes. kind of thing. I said, you know, they're coming from a place of love. Always keep that in mind. But yeah, you have to be really careful whose opinions you let in. Like if it's someone who comes to see your show and just doesn't like it for whatever reason, don't take that to heart. Right. right. Right, you know, go talk with your coach about it, and and kind of go over it that way. And Brene Brown does a, a great job of explaining this. Right, um, th- there's a quote that she uses in, uh, from the man, the man in the arena,
0: the man in the arena. Yes, uh, gosh, I will actually put it in the show notes or add it at the end of the um, show because I do love that quote so it's much.
1: Such a great quote, but it's like, don't t- don't take. Um, criticisms from people who aren't even in the, they aren't even in the arena. Right. Exactly. Who are, who are
0: up in the stands yelling at you right. while you're down fighting in the arena.
1: Exactly. Something like that. It's an excellent, excellent, excellent quote, but it's, it's this perfect for this. I think it's actually, yeah.
0: um, she really got it from, I think she got it from Roosevelt. Um, but I would yes. definitely put that in the show notes, but yeah, uh, yeah I love that quote as well. Yeah. And it, and it gets also to, you know, seeking validation is, is always taking you outside of your, of your, of yourself. So always remember it's what you feel about yourself. And, and of course, you know, if people have opinions, take them in, listen, mm-hmm. if, and don't be um, so closed off that you can't allow them in and take the pieces that seem to make sense. Right. You know, I teach be, that a lot
1: too. I call it filtering.
0: Yeah. Filter yeah. out. Go, oh, that was, you know, I don't like your delivery, but you made a really good point. So I'm going to take that in. And, <laughs> yeah. and you know, so, and, yeah. and just really pay attention to that because um, now we're definitely stepping outside of our own self when we're, when we're craving validation. Right. Uh, what's the next one, Danielle?
1: Number four, you let people take advantage of you. This one's this one's hard. I This one makes me
0: sad. <laughs> yeah, it makes me sad too. Yeah. I've been that person.
1: Oh, totally. That's why, you know, when we talked at the beginning, recovering people pleasers, I, I was totally that person too for a long time, long time.
0: I used to be this in, um, so when I was uh, a career woman and I decided to finally give up my career and be a stay-at-home mom, when I was having a crisis identity at that point, <laughs> like, what am I? I'm a career woman. Now I'm a, I'm a mom and I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do this thing. So I just poured myself into all the volunteer stuff and I volunteered for everything. And I, I became known as the person who will do anything. Yeah. Just, just ask him. She'll do it. She'll do mm-hmm. it. She'll do it. And I really felt like over time um, that of course, I was doing things with people who I loved. I had a really good core group. And so I actually really, enjoyed doing those things but when you become somebody out there who is always saying yes me pick me I'll do those things Mm -hmm. you become known as that person Mm -hmm. people could very easily take advantage of you Mm -hmm. and eventually when it be you know after years and years of doing things that I had to like pull back because I went back to school and did a bunch of different things um I had to start learning this phrase oh my gosh I would love to I just can't yeah that sounds amazing. Oh, I wish I could. I just can't. So sorry. So yeah. sorry. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> sorry. 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 So uh, yeah. So when you start to feel like, I don't really want to do that, listen to yourself. Right. And that takes some practice. It's yes. not
1: easy because you know, that the people pleaser in you will feel like you're letting them down Mm -hmm. Right. Or, oh, I'm being so selfish. Why can't I, I'm just going to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. So it takes some real practice and some real, you know, gusto to put your foot down and say no. (laughs) I I made a deal with myself too. I was like, okay, I'm going to just start saying no to things. I have to.
0: You have to, you have to, to (laughs) set boundaries. Mm -hmm. Oprah tells a really great story uh where you know, once she became famous and she came into all the money, and people were constantly knocking on her door for money, right? And she she it's a funny story she tells. She goes, but it's for the kids, it's for the kids, you know, really trying to get to her soft spot. Mm-hmm. And she tells a story. I think it was, I think it was Stevie Wonder who called, I think it was something like that, and called her in, and, and she decided, like, I have t- I have my own things I'm giving to. I can't say yes to every single person who's coming to me. And of course, celebrities were coming. Everybody's knocking on her door. And she said the first time she, she said, uh, she's had to tell him no. And she goes, no. And he goes, okay, well, we'll just catch you next time. Yeah. And she was like, oh my God, it was that easy. Right. Like, yeah. Well, it's like, the story we create in our
1: head, right? Yeah. We've talked yeah. about that before we create this whole big monster story. Again, that's another Brené Brown thing, but it's like, that story is always way worse than what reality always. is.
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So stick to what feels good to you. Mm-hmm. Hold your boundaries. Everyone else will get over it. They'll find somebody else. Yeah, which is They'll find I, the new people pleasers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll find all those people Yes. Yeah, they're graduated. just getting started. <laughs> yeah,
1: this actually we're kind
0: graduating
1: of leads into number five, which is you feel guilty or mean when you set boundaries. And so that's why we continue to say yes
0: to things, right? Absolutely. Because we don't want (laughs) to feel that feeling. And the truth of the matter is, is that we're not, we shouldn't feel guilty or no, at all. The only time I would say that you should, that you would have any sort of guilt feelings at all would be if you've committed to something already. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'll be there for you. And then you leave somebody in the lurch at the last minute because you decide to set your boundary at the last second, right? Right. I can't do it. I got too much. I'm overwhelmed. I have COVID. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> although, although COVID, COVID gets you out of everything these days. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. But um, <laughs> but but really is just don't leave somebody hanging that was depending on you with something you committed to but get into the practice of you just don't commit to it. Right. Right. Just don't commit to it in the first place. And you'll be fine. Start now. Start Start now. From this day forward,
1: anything new that comes across. that doesn't feel exciting in your body. Exactly. I'm saying it's like, Ooh, yeah. I'm sorry. I can't. (laughs) I'm sorry. I
0: cannot, but that sounds amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Have fun. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Number number six. six is you are afraid of conflict. Well, that's yeah. Yeah. You don't want anybody to be mad at you. You don't want be to not be your friend. You don't want to just to ruffle any feathers. You just rather say, yes, okay, I will and go home and feel yucky yourself.
1: It's interesting because being afraid of conflict was actually one of the things we talked about with um, passive aggressiveness too. Yes, we did. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, but this is very different.
0: Mm -hmm. Same because passive aggressive people aren't people pleasers right passive aggressive people are people who are are dealing with their own insecurities which which you know what people pleasers they may come from the same base of of being insecure but But they're different but they're different different because yes because I think people pleasers tend to really want to um have people like them and I don't think the passive aggressive people really give a shit if people like them Like from the get-go until you get down deep and you start to get to the layers. Yeah. But I think in the beginning, they're like, they're more focused on their own needs versus other people's needs. Right. I'm just thinking out loud on that.
1: Yeah. That's interesting though.
0: Yeah. I mean, does that that ring true to you as I'm.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um,
0: It's. Yeah. We can unpack that more later. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking out loud over Mm -hmm. here. Uh, you've always been a good girl or guy, and you've always been a rule follower.
1: Yeah, so that this was me too. Are you Definitely. a rule follower? Definitely a rule follower for sure. Like I won't even cross the street without the little blue man flashing.
0: Oh <laughs> gosh, even in New York. <laughs>
1: even in New York, and oh my um, god, you husband, are a rule
0: follower. Well, the rule, the rule in New York. The yeah. rule in New York is you go whenever. Yeah, I know you just take and your life in your own hands
1: we were in there in new york and my husband said that he's like danielle you, you have to go like it's not like we don't it's the opposite here
0: <laughs> like, it's the opposite okay. you will stand on this corner forever yeah 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 exactly yep
1: yeah
0: well yeah uh, um I'm a, I'm a rule follower for the most part i will say there's a little part of me that's if that rule makes absolutely no sense mm-hmm. and nobody could possibly get hurt if i break it um I'm, I'm 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 good to go on that yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. I'm just slowly stupid stuff
1: yeah. yeah I feel like i'm still i'm still pretty harsh rule follower
0: yeah know so so on that I think I've always been a very um I, I, in a good girl sense like the good girl good boy like i I never got in trouble in school Same. I always want to make sure that like uh I was you know got a's and I yep. was never in you know trouble uh that was really important to me so I would guess that that probably came into play because i did become a professional people pleaser there for a while so i'm sure that having that as an energy probably was definitely in play there just my real quick as you know i'm a hockey player yes
1: in hockey we get penalties when we do something wrong when i was a child the first time i ever got a penalty I started to cry. I bet you did. <laughs> my mom had to bring me orange juice to calm me down in the penalty box because I was so upset that I got oh a penalty. and broke the rules. That quickly changed in college. My freshman year, I led our team in penalty minutes.
0: So awesome. <laughs> so good girl. Good girl. <laughs> yeah. well, that's part of the, that's part of the, what the expectation of hockey, you're not really, you're not really stepping up in hockey unless you got a good, a few good penalties right um what's next on the list number eight
1: you think self-care is optional oh interesting
0: well that's again it's like oh me no I don't matter it's whatever everyone else matters more like I'll I'll take care of me later
1: I guess I've just never seen it phrased that way before right
0: yeah well definitely self-care is not an option self-care is a priority always be yep put your own oxygen mask on first exactly you say that all the time and that is so true so me first and my needs first and my life first and my family first and my circle first yep and what's left i'll pick and choose the things that i want to do that make me feel good right in the world so there is a level of selfishness involved here and that's okay that's great selfishness is not a bad word i really want to really unpack that (laughs) word at some point i think we will in here because selfishness has always been like oh she's so selfish okay let me tell you what selfish is right here's (laughs) an example of selfishness there is a pizza for dinner and there are eight pieces of pizza and there are four people Mm -hmm. and you took six of the slices (laughs) that's just being a selfish bitch that's (laughs) selfishness right there oh my gosh you get two yeah, <laughs> do the math. Yeah. This is why we learned math. Yeah, the, for said this you would reason, never use it. <laughs> This is why we learned math. Yes, four yeah. people, eight slices of pizza. This is it. I totally selfish. If you go beyond, I pizza. love that though. And 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 you're
1: right. Like we need to reframe the the feelings that are associated with selfishness because. And I think that, cause that's part of what feeds into this whole thing, right? Yes, There's absolutely. Negative connotations surrounding it. And it's not right in that scenario, you're selfish. Like right. that is selfishness, but putting your self-care above others, like making sure that you're okay is right. not selfish. Making sure your family's okay is not selfish. At no, all. not at all. And yeah. you have
0: to, you have to recognize the difference that doing things for yourself is is not only required, it's mandatory in order for you to be a whole person, right. in order for you to give to all the people in the world that you have who are important to you, you can't show up and give to them unless you have totally poured into yourself. Right. And that's a lot about what we talk about here, pouring yeah. into ourselves so we can pour into other people. Exactly. So selfishness, oh my gosh, it's critical. It's mandatory. Right.
1: Yeah. So let's change how we feel about that word.
0: Exactly. It's a good word. Very good word. Unless, of course, you are hogging all the pizza. Okay. (laughs) Can you tell I'm very, I'm doing keto right now and I'm starving for pizza. It's just on (laughs) the top of my mind. Okay. Uh, Number nine. Number nine. You feel tense, anxious, or on edge. Well, I mean, a lot of us can feel that way for a lot of reasons. Right. But it doesn't necessarily mean we're people-pleasers. But I suppose that energy could be attached to somebody because they're always worrying if they're doing enough.
1: Right. So I think like, as we were talking about maybe how being selfish is not a bad word. And mm-hmm. if you started to feel a little, a little bit anxious thinking about that, mm-hmm. that's yeah, that's a, yeah. a people pleaser sign,
0: right? Exactly. <clears throat> and of course we can feel like there are times, there are life experiences that make us feel this way that are detached from being people pleaser. But I but. would say yes, for the most part you are always concerned and worried about what people, like we talked about, what people are thinking about you. Am I doing enough? Am I showing up enough? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So you may have that, you don't have this easy flow um, feeling going through life because you are super centered and grounded and doing the work and you know being selfish. So it's the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. So number 10.
1: You expect yourself to be perfect and hold yourself to high standards. Well, this could be a whole podcast in and of itself. Perfectionism. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, Perfectionism. Absolutely. Doesn't
0: exist. Does not exist. So let's not go after it. It's the same thing as don't go after. Everyone's going to like you. It's not possible. Don't set right. up goals that are impossible. Um, Setting yourself up for failure before you even start. Absolutely. So you let's rephrase like what would be healthy. Not so you expect yourself to do the best you can. Yep. And hold yourself accountable for always showing up to do the best you can
1: right right and so focus on what you can control in the situation which is your effort
0: and if it's something you love to do you're always going to show up for it anyway you're going to have fantastic days and other days will be less than fantastic but you keep going and you keep growing and you keep pouring into that thing because it's something that's really important to you but you're never ever going to be perfect right and so we're not going to set that that up for ourselves right Number 11, you put yourself last and don't know how to ask for what you need. This Mm. is like rampant. This, so I think this is something
1: I still struggle with. Okay. Um, Especially now having kids and that sort of thing. I'm always like... Making sure everybody else is taken care of. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, and you know, this was obvious when my entire family, except for me, was sick last week. I'm now sick because of this. Yes, (laughs) Yes, of course.
0: (laughs) But I. Because you put everyone else first.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Yes. Um, But I I also, I've always had an issue with delegating, asking for help. You know, I've never been good at that. I've always been just kind of like, well, I'll just do it myself. It's fine. It's not a big deal. So,
0: (laughs) a lack of delegation, I was the same way. And this is interesting because sometimes a lack of delegation can come from being a, a controlling person. Yes. Because you know, you're okay, going to you do it better freak. than everybody else. <laughs> you were going to say control freak. That's all right. I you was going to say control freak. <laughs> I, I edited it. You saw my lips start to go in that way. Uh, you are a controlling freak <laughs> and you just, you're going to do it and you're going to do it your way because yes. you want it done your way. And yes, I'm, and I am definitely that. <laughs> I have, How long have I, known I have, him, right?
1: I have a way that I like to do things. Right, but it's also too for me. Part of the time, it's like I don't want to take the time and energy to explain it. You know exactly what I want, and, and by the time you can... get
0: done explaining it, you could have done it perfectly, right. exactly. perfectly, exactly.
1: Yeah. yourself. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So, so um, maybe I have. Maybe I'm still. I don't know. We'll that's see. Okay, that's I'm keeping you in self. your.
0: That's keeping your five six range. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so I think it's really important to know that. There are times in our life that we will come last, especially being a mother. I mean, yeah. yeah, I, you know, anybody who's been a mom out there, you just raise your hand. You know that you come last sometimes. I That's just a, the way that it is. Or a dad too, and a dad, yeah, for yeah. sure. And There's and a, a dad, of,
1: yeah, single dads, and, and and, yeah.
0: parents. You will come last at sometimes because other your your wife's needs come first, or your your husband's needs come first, or your children's needs come first. There will be times that you put yourself last the most important thing to remember is it can't be always right. Right. It can't be, it can't be the way that it is. It can't be the lifestyle. It can be, Hey, sometimes I'm first, sometimes I'm middle, sometimes I'm last. And everybody sort of flows through that because life requires that sometimes. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And I think it's really important to remember that you matter and everyone else matters. And we, if you see that somebody else is always coming last, you got to help them, you know, rise up too and, and um, help help out where help needs um, to be placed. But the other thing is asking for what you need. You know, if, if you're actually okay with other people doing things, because you hear this all the time in marriages, right? Where, well, you didn't ask me to do that. And this is, well, I told you to do it and then you didn't do it right. I did like, he did, like, they didn't load the dishwasher right or they didn't do this right. And so you ask them to do it, they do it. And then you criticize how they did it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you ask for help and you ask them to do something, shut your mouth be and say, thank it. you. Yeah. And be yes. accepting of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. So I think that's really important. And that kind of goes off on a whole other subject, but to yeah. the people pleasers, um, <laughs> you definitely have to feel confident in uh, raising how important your own needs are and asking for what you need because you are important. Yes. Number 12.
1: You're sensitive to criticism. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> because you want everybody to like you.
1: Right. Don't criticize
0: okay. me. I'm just trying to be perfect.
1: <laughs> yeah. I work with this a lot with my athletes. This is a, a big thing with, yeah. with my athletes for sure. Um, Criticism, and it kind of goes into what we talked about earlier, too, with Brene Brown and, you know, the man in the arena and that sort of Mm -hmm. thing. Be careful about whose criticism you're actually letting in, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's when the filtering comes in, like everybody, you know, you don't have to be rude and standoffish, you can listen, but,
0: you know, just... Yeah. Take thank you for the, things. thank you for the data. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much for the data. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll take that in consideration. Exactly. <laughs> we I think we've talked about this before. I allow my inner circle to have power in my circle. Right. These are people I trust and love because I know they trust and love me and they have my back. They, I mean they truly have my back yep. and it's my inner circle. And so anybody that wants to offer up an opinion, an idea, a thought, um, criticism because nobody in my inner circle is ever going to criticize me that in a way that is not in love and caring it's it's always going to come in a very soft on a very soft landing right right um so i what i'm and in fact i'm grateful i always say with my best friends i am not looking for a best friend who is going to be a a a, yes ma'am oh my gosh no (laughs) you are rejected from friendship oh my gosh yeah, or a relationship like that. Or relationship. like You can that be that person like I that. meet for coffee once every six months, but like you can't be in my inner circle and not hold me accountable and not unpack with me and peel back the onion with me right. and kick me in the ass if I'm being an asshole, although I'm never an asshole, but if I was being an <laughs> asshole, like yeah. you better freaking call me on it. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm counting on you to be there for me on this. If I'm saying stupid shit, about stuff and i making no sense at all like you have to call me on it right yeah and so i am so um allowing of other people's opinions who are in my inner circle but if you're not my inner circle it's like thank you for the information have a nice day yeah (laughs) yeah yeah
1: you have to kind of put up that shield
0: you do because then you're just bombarded with you know more information than you probably actually need. And if you have a decent inner circle, you probably could get most of the feedback you need there. Um, You know, and also
1: your inner circle, they're all like-minded individuals. Yes. This kind of goes back to not being able to please everyone. Mm -hmm. You're you're never gonna be able to please everyone. You're always gonna say or do something that's gonna upset someone, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. they're gonna criticize that.
0: Yeah, and I think when you ask, here's another thing too, if you ask somebody's opinion, um, you know, be ready to hear it, right? You know, if you know, don't ask for an opinion if you just want them to say, "Oh, you're just so awesome." I think that's a actually, Kim, that's a
1: really good sort of like barometer for when you're receiving criticism from someone. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it in the reverse, we've kind of talked about this before when we're talking about gratitude. Think about your life without that, right? Mm-hmm. Same type of thing here. Like you could think if you're getting criticism from someone and you're it, allowing it to affect you, you can kind of take a step back and be like, is this someone that I would go and ask for their mm-hmm. opinion, mm-hmm. right? Because usually you're only gonna ask people's opinion who are in your inner circle, right. family, close friends, that sort of thing. You wouldn't go up to a stranger in Costco and ask for their opinion on something, right? No, no. So I think if that, you know, does is that making sense?
0: Yeah, so if so, if you ask yourself, this person that's criticizing you, would I go to this person on my own and ask, for their opinion and if yeah. the answer is yes then shut up and listen right but if the answer is no and then they're making zero sense and they're just being they're coming at you with some energy that's not very kind ah just yeah. let it flow over you exactly thank I you so much for that. your opinion thank you so much for your opinion have a nice day <laughs> stranger at costco <laughs> Stranger at costco <laughs> yeah. um, well you know i might ask somebody a stranger at because i'm in the wine section like well like as we're looking at the different wines, like and they're buying like four of those. I'm like, is that good? I might ask that opinion. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not nothing in terms of like major life decisions. No. <laughs> okay. So thirteen, you think your feelings, needs, opinions, and ideas aren't as important as other people's? You kind of touched. You touched
1: upon that at the beginning. Yeah, you did. Yeah, that's, that's really basis. where it comes from. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's the whole basis of being a people pleaser and feeling that you're not enough and. Whatever you have isn't good enough. So you're kind of stuff it down and you just try to do what everyone else wants you to do. Right. Number 14.
1: You're a quote unquote fixer. You hate to see anyone hurt, afraid, sad, or uncomfortable. This was ah. me.
0: This is me. This, this is me. was
1: me too. And yeah. interesting because since having kids, like I still feel like that I don't mm-hmm. want I don't want them to ever be sad or hurt or upset, but I know that they have to go through that in order to learn and grow and you know become an excellent human being. Uh, so I've, you know it's hard though, it's hard, especially when it's someone that you care so deeply about mm-hmm. um, But I think if you can learn to look at it from a different lens,
0: right and help mm-hmm. them, maybe just feel just or be. yeah or even daniel what just came to me right now is um the first time. first time i thought of fixer i thought of olivia pope <laughs> but we're not talking yes. about that kind of fixer <laughs> <Great> um, <show. laughs> so instead of fixer how about supporter yeah <clears throat> supporter. that's great lens yeah i can't fix but i'll support you while you go through what you're going through exactly yeah i think better that's, shift better yeah. pivot Right. Yeah. So if you find yourself trying to fix everything, particularly like you and I talked about this, like you can't fix everything for your kids, because if you fix everything for your kids, we're not teaching them how to exactly. deal with stuff in their life You're to send them out to the world as an adult. And they're not going to know what to do. Exactly. They you have- know, so we, we can't fix everything, but we can certainly support them right. uh, again, going back to, gosh, one of our earliest podcasts, Brene Brown's manifesto, family yep. manifesto, right, is one yep. of the things is, you know, we'll support you. Fifteen. You
1: resent always being asked to do more and wish people would consider your feelings
0: and needs. Uh, oh, this is kind of like having a little pity party for being a people pleaser. Yeah. Oh, pity party, pity party people pleasing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I mean, it's hard to not feel like that when you're always Absolutely. giving, giving, giving. And, you know, but at the same time, you have to recognize that
0: yeah and that's it. where we start to those feelings start to come up when we we know we've been doing too much and we're just you're, we're yes. just not getting enough back you're ready to thing. to move on from people you're ready to move on and that's yep. when you start to graduate <laughs> yes, from being you graduate. a people pleaser <laughs> yes. it will come you're like nope yep would love Can't to sounds anymore. awesome can yeah. <laughs> I have to wash yeah. my hair yeah anything anything but coming and doing that volunteer thing yep so um And this, so that was kind of what this this one psychologist talked about. And then there was a couple other that I kind of thought were a little bit different. We'll just kind of throw in a few. Um, I thought this one was good: is that you pretend to agree, you pretend to agree with everyone.
1: Yeah. So this one was another one that reminded me of when we did uh, passive aggressive. aggressive. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you're pretending to agree with everybody
0: because you you just want them to like you. So I'm going to agree with you. And if I agree with you, you'll like me. I mean, just simple, like that's just ridiculous. Right.
1: Um,
0: and like we said, I don't want my best friend to always agree with me. So I'm not going to like you very much. If you agree with me, if you're my best friend, right. Um, you feel responsible for how other people feel. Wow. That's pretty powerful. It is powerful. And I'm going to tell you right now, you are
1: not responsible for how other people feel. People are responsible for their
0: own feelings, Mm -hmm. their own feelings. Everybody has their own and you're responsible for your own and you're not responsible for anybody else's feelings. No. You're responsible for how you show up. Yes. You're responsible for understanding that how you show up can affect other people's feelings and emotions. You will contribute to the energy in the room that creates, but ultimately how you, anybody chooses to respond to anybody is on them. It's a choice. It is their
1: choice. They can choose to feel however they want to feel. It is not
0: up to you. Exactly. Somebody else's feelings are none of our business. Right. You feel burdened by the things you have to do. So this word is strong. You feel burdened, right? So you feel this in your body. You're thinking, if you're someone who says, I wish I didn't have to do that. Oh, I don't have to do that. Oh God, this is on my schedule. Oh my God. I just, this is too much. If you're somebody that is saying that to yourself, get off the people-pleasing train <laughs> right it's now time get off. to graduate <laughs> <laughs> exactly time to graduate yeah um you can't say no yeah well, we kind of you can but you choose not to because not, you're people-pleasing yeah. Yeah. so but you, so you have to learn how to say no no gosh not, like we said no my gosh that sounds amazing oh you're gonna have such a great time but i can't you know i'll check you out on the back end um Mm. This is kind of similar. You feel uncomfortable if somebody's angry with you, right? So similar to you know worrying too much about other people's feelings. This one feel I thought was interesting. Responsible for other people's yeah. Feelings. I will say
1: once I realized that and let go of that. Oh my gosh, what a shift!
0: Oh, hundred percent. What a
1: huge weight lifted off my shoulders. Did I lose some um some relationships? Yeah, but it was for the better.
0: Hundred percent for the better. better. They always will be for the better.
1: Yeah, right? and I realized afterwards they were extremely toxic.
0: Yes, if anybody yeah. is in your life that doesn't allow you to have your own personal freedom and set your boundaries, add, edit, delete everybody. Right, delete, delete, delete. Who is constantly putting you
1: or, or making you feel like you're the reason they're upset or you? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just ridiculous. They well, choose yeah. their own feelings.
0: Exactly, right? and they're putting they're, they're they're laying a guilt complex on you because yeah. they've got issues. No, exactly. don't be buying into any of that. Do yeah. not buy into us. And if you continue to
1: try and please them, it's just like it's so draining,
0: so mm-hmm. exhausting. Let them go. Absolutely. Yeah. This one. Oh my gosh. Yes. This. Read this one. This one. Like <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, yeah. You act like the
1: people around you.
0: We all know those people.
1: Oh, oh my gosh. It's crazy because you'll see them in one set. Like if you're just observing, right. Uh-huh. You see them in one setting acting a certain way. And then you see them in another setting, acting the
0: complete opposite, but it's like totally natural for them to be. They're just like, being this chameleon and they yeah. shift and mold themselves into whatever is needed Yeah. in that circumstance for that group of friends. How you know, oh my gosh. <laughs> How, I mean, how exhausting, so exhausting. Like, who are you? I'm everybody. Yes. You know, I, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. And I know people like that. And I think it's different than because I've, I also am somebody who I've always recognized that I can, I can navigate in different audiences and, and, Same. and fit in. There's a difference though. There is a difference though. It is, mm-hmm. it's, it's a, it's a subtle difference. It's, it's. Almost like being a little bit more as an introvert. So this is this is one thing I'd say. I'm an introvert by nature, and a lot of people are like, no, you're not. But like, yeah, I really am. I'm really comfortable in very small groups with people I know, or you know, small gatherings. I just I don't like the big, big crowds and Damn. all the overwhelming. I just don't. So, um, so when I am in a big group, I do find a I get a little anxious to. To, to like flow in and around a big group of people I maybe maybe don't know. So that's just putting yourself out there and trying to engage with other people and be interested. Like I try to like ask like well uh, and find out about people and ask questions about people and hey, what do you, you know, what are you into or am I, you know, so that's just mm-hmm. like that's just navigating a room in order to find common threads and right. interests, right? <clears throat> right. But it's not becoming right someone be so you can fit in with that group which is a totally different thing. well and
1: it's interesting when you hear people's like morals and values completely change depending on who they're talking to
0: oh yeah oh 100% (laughs) like oh no I would I would never get a COVID test oh yeah I got my COVID test my cards right here (laughs) yeah exactly oh wait 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 well hold on you're an anti vaxxer last week and this week you like you got 12 you got 12 COVID cards so I mean who who are you
1: it doesn't mean that you have to be confrontational you know, like for me, if I'm not agreeing, I, you know, I just might excuse myself from the conversation. Exactly. I might all of a sudden need a a refill on my drink or have to go to the bathroom or something in
0: my, yeah, I'll be right back. I need to use ladies' room. then you just never go back again. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You just remove (laughs) yourself from, from the, uh, thing. And that happens a lot because we're in a very, this is a really difficult time with a lot of difficult conversations. Um, and there's nobody who's wrong on either side of the, of you know the um tracks. Mm-hmm. So we had to have a lot of grace and patience and not get mad at people for having a different opinion yeah. about all the different things that are going on in the world. I mean have your opinion, state your facts, don't get angry at other people and just, you know, I think people are more likely to listen to you and to to be interested in what you have to say if you're not a fucking asshole when you're saying it. <laughs> I don't know, right. just just a thought. <laughs> Just a, I don't know. A tip. Just a small <laughs> tip for today. Three. <laughs> so anyway, number eight on this other list is you need praise to feel good. Oh, come yeah. on now. We yeah. gotta feel good without anybody else giving yeah. us praise. That's, like, a, that's a hard one for a lot of people though. It is. Yeah. yeah. Because again, we're looking to be validated. It goes back to the one from before, like being validated. I need you to validate me to, for me to feel good. And right. we just can't live our life that way, right? Yeah.
1: You got to find that from within.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, the complex is about the same. And this uh, last one she talks about is really interesting because this is about shoving down feelings. She says, you don't admit when your feelings are hurt. Right. So even when you are like hurting and you just aren't feeling good and you don't feel like you're being treated well or whatever it is, you won't even admit it because admitting it makes it true. And if it's true, then how does that fit into my people pleasing mode? Right. I I can't navigate both worlds, so I just shove it down.
1: Right. And I don't want to, I don't want to burden somebody else with my feelings, my
0: small feelings (laughs) that are so unimportant. Right. Right. So no, your feelings are important and talk about them and feel them because if you start feeling them, then guess what? You're going to graduate from people pleasing. That's right. And and if, if it's
1: someone that you feel like you really can't share your feelings with, then that's not, I mean, they're not in your inner circle. Like, that's They're a good indicator right there and the thing she says at the end is it keeps that relationship superficial yeah like because you, you're not getting real
0: right no and you have to get real that's the one thing is like you know relationships have to be real and mm-hmm. I don't care if you've got you know in your inner circle you've got one or two people or if you've got 10 like they gotta be real they yeah. got you gotta count on they gotta be authentic they gotta be truthful and honest they gotta be full of clarity so um Yeah. So another little, you know, sidebar there is, is really just making sure that that inner circle is so great. Yes. Um, Okay. So there is a little bit on here about tips to help you overcome being a people Mm -hmm. pleaser. Mm -hmm. What's number one there, Danielle? Number one,
1: taking care of yourself is not selfish.
0: Like what we we're talking about, right? In the very beginning, yes. it's not selfish. I think we kind of covered the whole selfish thing. Yep. Change um, your, your viewpoint on that word. Exactly. Change your viewpoint because it's a very positive thing mm-hmm. for sure.
1: Yeah. Start to put, So it's, it talks about putting self-care activities on the top of your list, right? Making, yeah, making like a exercise. Yeah. Exercise.
0: <laughs> yep. uh, they talk about socializing your hobbies, um, rest, uh, whatever it is that makes, fills your cup up. The things that, you know, make you feel the best that are making your life feel great. Those have to go on the list first. Yes. Okay. Even if it's
1: just start small, just take a 10 minute walk. Just get outside for 10 minutes. Just take a 10 minute walk for yourself. Listen to a podcast that you like. Oh, a podcast you like. Oh, a
0: podcast you like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, just, it doesn't have to be this big thing. Just start small and then you'll, you know, you'll find your your groove.
0: Self-first and leaning into the things that you like to do and pour into yourself first so you can pour into others later. Yep. Well, we talked about this. Not everyone's opinion matters. This one pretty huge. much beat that. Yeah, yeah we, we, be- did. we beat that we did. to death yeah. earlier. We did. So just you know, remember that, uh, thank you so much for your opinion and have a nice day. Yes. <clears throat> Healthy conflict can improve relationships Uh which is what we were talking about in your inner circle right so wise kim we're so wise we (laughs) don't even need to read this last part because we already said it all (laughs) oh my gosh healthy conflict is the best we have to stimulate our brains we have to consider other sides and we have to do it in a safe space where people are accepting of differing opinions and it's and everybody's cool with that right right you want to surround yourself with people who are
1: going to continue to push and challenge you in a healthy way to be the best version of yourself. Absolutely.
0: And I require and you can't that. Have that
1: without the healthy conflict.
0: You cannot. And that is key, key, key. Yep. So seek that out and know that it's a healthy thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are, you know, number four, we talked about this. You matter. Your feelings yeah. matter. Your opinions matter. Your ideas matter. Your time matters. You, everything about you matters. Yes. It's your book. You're writing. Stop getting into everybody else's books and and helping them write theirs. Yep. Get back to your own book and start pinning what you want in your own story. There's
1: a a mantra that they suggest starting to repeat on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. And it is my feelings and opinions matter. Simple. Mm-hmm. Just start Simple. to say that you, that's, you know, we talked about affirmations and programming and stuff like that and subconscious mm-hmm. on other episodes, but yeah, that, I mean, it's the first way to start changing and, that.
0: And, and make sure that you do an affirmation to help get it out of the people pleasing that, that feels right. Like I am a great person, even if I don't volunteer for everything, I love people, but <laughs> yes. don't have to be for everybody. Like right. something that really like hits you. Like, yes. Oh, that's so true. Yes. that. Is- it's got to be something you feel in your body. And yeah. affirmation has to be something you feel in your body when you use it. Otherwise, it's just the feeling a, a, behind a it. Exactly. Yeah. You have to have the feeling. You yes, have it to. has to go with it. If yeah. you don't say it, you don't feel it in your body. They pick a different one. Right. Yeah. So basically, where do you feel you lie now, Danielle, in the people-pleasing sphere?
1: Yeah. Um, I think I'm less than, what did I say, five or six?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I think I'm probably... Probably like a, I don't know, anywhere from a two to a four, maybe.
0: Yeah. I think I'm still in a two. We'll call ourselves threes at this point. Threes. Yeah. We'll do threes. Yeah, we're not completely uh, unwilling to be fabulous people out there. We just, I think that what we've done is we've just put it all in perspective because we've done the work. We've right. we graduated from that. We know what that's like. We've been there and we know how much better it is on the other side to be able to set boundaries. And, and then when you do volunteer and you do go help out people, you're, you want to. Right. It's not like, oh my God, I have to, I don't know. You want to.
1: I think the boundary setting is the key. And that's yeah. the big difference there because if you don't have the boundaries, then that's when kind of everything falls apart. Agreed. And I think that was the big piece for me is finally setting those boundaries or, um, Choosing to look at things in a in a different way, or being starting to be quote unquote well not quote unquote but starting to be selfish in right. that regard exactly right?
0: in the best in the best possible way. <clears throat> yeah. So if any of you out there you know recognizing yourself that you'd like to graduate this year in twenty twenty two from this place yes you know um, and you're finding finding that you're struggling just reach out to us either one of us Danielle yeah. or we will be very very happy to help um, launch you out of this because you will find so much more. Um, peace and happiness and freedom and lightness in your life mm-hmm. when you actually start reversing all this and start doing pouring into yourself first then, and then you just have this beautiful energy that pours out for others in an appropriate way
1: that's what i was going to say yeah if you <clears throat> it starts to become better than at that yeah, point for others what you're then pouring for others is so much better than so much better before because you're pouring into yourself first
0: exactly yeah. i just love that. Yes. Love you guys. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye. Oh my goodness, Danielle. And I had so much fun doing this episode with each other. And we hope that we put a few laughs and giggles, um, in your heart along the way today too, during this episode. And we did talk about, uh, the quote that Brene Brown has, um, Uh, kind of become famous for repeating that is actually from Theodore Roosevelt. And it is the man in the arena. And so we will kind of leave you uh, a little bit thinking about this as we end our show today. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man or woman who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust, sweat, and blood, and who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes up short again and again, but there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows his great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly. So that is his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. We love you guys. We hope that you enjoyed today's recording and that if you are really enjoying what we're talking about, please share and please hop on over to iTunes and give us a rating and review and reach out if you need us for anything at all. We're so happy to help you start pouring into yourself more so that that you may pour more into others. Have a beautiful day, my friends.